Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. We are here with our deep dive into episode 8, titled When We Are In Need. Of course, on this journey, I am joined by my very loyal and most importantly, very subordinate subjects. First up, is a man with a beard that could fit in amongst any cult. It's John. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, you like yeah. that? And mm. following him is my right-hand man, who will do anything I tell him to. It's little Gareth. Hello. Excited to be here. <laughs> They're my two guests mm-hmm. this week. So... Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Doing that again, are we? Doing that. Doing You're that our guest. Again. Yeah. yeah. How we doing? We're letting you talk. Letting you host, that's what we do. Mm. I'll tell you now, hosting is, is not mm. a privilege. Yeah? You're welcome. Okay? It's a lot of work, boys. You you feel free. Mm. Step in. Be the host. Be the leader. Yeah? Leader. Yeah, I didn't see any hands being put up there, did no. I? No. That's right. How you doing over there, John? You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. You oh, seem man. in a cracking mood, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look. It's uh, one more episode. Isn't it? Yeah. One more yeah. episode of this, and then done. home and dry. So that is done. Good. Home yeah. and dry, as the home Pet Shop dry. Boys once sung. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's just jump into it then, because you've already heard mine and my little Lieutenant Gareth's thoughts on uh, episode eight. Of course, we haven't scored it. We will do very soon. Let's cross over to John in Old Blighty in London Town uh, for his <laughs> score uh, and synopsis. Of episode eight. Go on then, John, take it away. Yeah. Um it was good, wasn't it? It was very good. You know. Um I think it's do I have to say anything else or no. No, you, you just give now. it a score. No? Maybe a little score. You've got to give it some of those blueberries. Uh, no, do you know what? This week I'm not even gonna score it. Imagine that. How annoying <laughs> would that be? Um Yeah, look, I, th- I think it's a five five bloob episode. Um uh, I thought the performance of the guy that plays—is it David or? Yeah, yes, yeah, Dave. Yeah, brilliant. Wasn't he really good? He's fucking phenomenal, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, isn't he really good? Seen some complaints from, uh, probably American religious nutters, to be honest. Um, yeah, because because I know in in America they're they're big on you know Christianity. Um sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit here in the UK. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No um, religion in the UK now. Modernised. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, REM sung about that, didn't they? That was them, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, pet yeah, Shop so Boys. a few religious nutters that are like, Pet Shop Boys did it as well, yeah. No religion. Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah. Uh, go west. Because there's no religion, religion. there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. A few religious nutters that are like, oh, you know, why have they made it about, you know, religion? Why, why are they having a go at religion saying that, you know, you've got this uh, this Christian nutter? And it's like, you're missing the point, man. Yeah. He's, he's using that, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's, like, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, he says it explicitly. Um, yeah, but they just ignore that, don't they? Um, 
so no, it was he was brilliant. I thought. Um, I thought uh, Bella Ramsey was brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I've I've very few complaints about this episode. That there is, that, I mean, there are two things that are nonsense. Um, one's very Bond villain. Yeah, and uh, I'm not entirely convinced that Joel should have the strength to be able to. <laughs> um, overpower one person, feel a bit tired, and then he's just back to normal, isn't he? Um, Mate, I think it's the it, power of love kind of has the Pet Shop Boys once sung. Pet Shop Boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get rid of religion. Um, uh, so yeah, so f- five bloobs for me. Oh, lovely, um, delicious I'm, blueberries. Yeah, I uh, m- maybe we'll talk about it later on, but. Feels like we've got to the end very quickly. I'm, it is. I'm not. I don't know how. I don't know how much of a fan I am of the fact they've done it over nine episodes. And again, I, I come back to some of the stuff uh, in episodes four and five, where I'm like, rubbish. What a waste of time this has been. Um, definitely feels like it needs another episode in this somewhere. Um. But this episode, uh, very, very good. So five bloobs. Lovely. Um, well, I'll echo that with a five bloob score uh, because I thought it's a fucking fantastic episode. Um, watched it through two times now, obviously. And uh, the thing that gets me is is the performance of Dave, David, in this is way better than the game. And the game, it's fucked up, right? So I was coming into it with extremely high hopes already yeah and now this interpretation of the character which treads the same sort of path but is just way more nuanced and just so there's just a bit more layering to his character uh that i thought it made him the ultimate villain he is like just we'll get into his character when we go through the uh scene by scene and everything and talk about how fucked up he is but Mm. he is essentially what happens if someone like this makes it 20 years through the apocalypse and gets into a position of power of sorts which they crave and abuse to their own he's the equivalent Um, of a a bloater but he hasn't been infected there you go gareth he is the equivalent of a bloater yeah Yeah, very good there he is good from you that um but yeah, I, I, I thought Finally. it was brilliant. I thought I thought <laughs> I thought Bella Ramsey was brilliant. Uh I thought, you know, Joel's interrogation scene. I've been waiting for it all season. It was fucking awesome. Um even if he doesn't he shouldn't have the energy to do it. Um it's the power of love, isn't it? Once again, the power of love <laughs> making him driving him on. Uh, mm. the pet shop boys uh but yeah, like I actually <laughs> echo your thoughts completely, John, about uh, I, I said this in the hot take. I said it uh, for a few episodes now. Um, why couldn't this be a 10 episode season? It feels. Oh, did you me... say that in the hot take? Did you? Apologies. No, not no, no. I, did, I didn't say that specifically, but what I said oh, is. You'd right. like the hot take, mate. I said yeah. there's not. <laughs> yeah, you would. I said there's not enough uh, time to wrap this up. It feels like there's no time. Like next week's episode is 43 minutes. Now. Hmm. That to me, it's his I'm just, time. It's running out. <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the things they've got to show us next week, and I'm like, how the fuck are they going to do that in 43 minutes? 
and make mm. me you know it's still wow i yeah the more i think about it i'm like wow there should be one more episode in this season um mm. and maybe they should have just you know padded things out a little bit and give them a bit more time to breathe i did feel this episode was 50 minutes i felt like it, i said it's in the hot take it could have been 10 minutes longer um but it's still a five blue episode because the ending and the last 20 minutes are just pure chaos uh pure emotion there's just just horrible things going on visceral violence and then there's also tender moments and it's just it's just brilliant um and i'm so happy that this chapter of the game um got adapted so well basically what do you reckon little mm. gaz this little thing actually i wanted to i wanted to mention this because a colleague who listens said to me the other day she was like why do they keep calling you little on the on the podcast i was like yes, don't worry about it. it's a thing yeah because like, you're definitely average height and i was like yeah I don't know. Cheers. Um, is that the colleague? Is that Thumbelina you were talking to? <laughs> yeah, is that Thumbelina? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she toddled <laughs> off afterwards, and um, no, she's um, listening. Not going to name her. She doesn't exist. But um, you know who you are. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I know what you mean. Uh, Len, Len mentioned this in the hot take. John, he said could have been ten minutes longer. I said said it could have been seven minutes longer um and um and i think i think there's a i think there was a a deliberate choice in the with the show to change the emphasis of of david and kind of what these scenes entail and there's something that happens in the game that kind of doesn't happen here and instead what we get is we get a more nuanced look at his character and I know that we've all spoken about him when we're supposed to talk about our, our more general views of the episode, but it's um, it, he is phenomenal, and you know, a, a terrible villain or an incredible villain can make or break a a film, a TV show, and um, evidently it can can make a single episode of TV as well because. Again, this show manages to bring characters in, have them exist in in this world for one episode and leave with such a lasting impact. Um, And it's amazing. The the satisfaction that that you get from his demise at the end is just, I don't know how they've earned that in 50 minutes. Yeah, you were sitting there going, go on, hit him again. He's not dead. Hit him again. Weren't you like? He's, oh yeah. I, but that's, that's oh. I the mean, power. Is, he, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> Never see it. It happened off camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it actually, we'll see next next uh, next week from from uh, Ellie's perspective. Yeah, it was actually got, a one pile of tomatoes. She was just chopping the tomatoes. <laughs> he just yeah. gets up and he starts singing the power of love, and that we all know that pulls that's you it. through. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, and yeah, I think that that performance, that character alone, is 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 five blueberry worthy. Um, mm. And yeah, another episode that I absolutely loved. I think, um, I think on reflection, there's been one episode I haven't given five blueberries to. Um, and episode four, I have to say. I stand by it. I've loved the journey so far. I think it's been phenomenal. Um, maybe episode four deserved fewer than four blueberries. If I if I no. look at it as a as a whole, but um, 
aside from that, no, I, I, I can't, I can't fault no. it. And 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 again, you're talking about, you're talking about um, uh, the series as a whole and whether they've they've left themselves too much to do, and they may well have. But I guess the proof will be in the pudding, as they say. It will. Um, it will next it, week. It will, it will be in the venison stew. The proof will be in the venison stew. Now, before we have it's a terrible pudding, yeah, d- awful. But you, beggars can't be choosers in the old uh, apocalypse, John. You know, this venison <laughs> tastes very peopley. <laughs> tastes a bit peopley, this. Um, before we get into a quick little ad break uh, and a scene by scene breakdown, then click a corner just to say, uh, you know, podcast is almost over. It's almost uh, the end of this season and our coverage of the last of us. See ya. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See you now. Anyone who uh, has found us for the first time. Welcome. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, but if you're listening on any of our other channels that isn't fan critical, our main channel, that's fan critical. Uh, please go over and subscribe to that channel. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, that is a favor that we are asking you to do. You can hear us talk about other things nonsensically and, um, we get distracted easily Ooh. and all that jazz, Excellent. but it's fun. Um, and just to say, if you want to leave us a review, that'd be amazing. And if you want to be an absolute superstar, you can join our Patreon and support us with some delicious, delicious monies. Uh, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and you get access to bonus content too. I want to say thanks to all our patrons. Your support obviously means the world to us. And we have new patrons to welcome into said community. Uh, now, cult. just to clarify, our community is not a cult like David's community. It, not yet. Not yet. But when we get a few more followers um, into that Patreon, it, there is a, mm. a strong chance it could turn in into one, right, boys? Uh, first of all, uh, I want to say <laughs> thanks to Bob Johnson. Thank you very much for Bob joining Johnson. the Patreon. Uh, very doesn't good Bob name. Johnson sound like a like a veteran U.S. Army commander? Potentially. Bob Johnson sounds like he's either on the run from the law, or he's, <laughs> well, he's made his name up. Okay. <laughs> when I stamp on the your foot Johnson <laughs> and say hello, Mister Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one of the best Simpsons of all time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry. No, sorry, Bob. We, we, we love you. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, you have uh, left us some feedback with some questions, and I'm going to uh, reference that in our feedback section. So thank you very much. And also to say thank you to a fellow Patreon, Rudy Contreras. Now, that is Ooh, also that, a good name. That yeah. does yeah. not sound like a US Army veteran necessarily. No, no. That's, um, a, that's a ruddy good name. That's oh. what I was going to say. Ru- Ru- right. Oh, yeah, there he is. Don't um, be so Rudy contreras. contreras. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. That. Yeah, very good. Um, he sounds like the cool, like young actor that they've cast as like a maverick police officer to hunt down <laughs> Bob Johnson. Okay, so that's okay. quite that's quite good. <laughs> so in a way, uh, the I'm Patreon rooting is- for Rudy. The Patreon is turning into some sort of casting procedure for us, where we're we're now taking our Patreons and casting them in roles for upcoming uh, film yes. projects. So, <laughs> excellent! Thank you very much. If you want to be part of a future fan critical film project, all you have to do is go to patreon.com <laughs> like Bob, like Rudy, and uh, sign up. It's lovely. Right, musical mm-hmm. interlude. Then we're into the scene by scene breakdown.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, boys, we open with a shot of a new group and someone is preaching <laughs> biblical things to them. We see a banner that says, yeah. when we what are in need. It? <laughs> yeah. It's not the petrol boys. What sort of music do they play? <laughs> um, when we are in need, he shall provide. That is what the banner says. A girl is, however, crying over the death of her father. They ask for a burial, uh, <laughs> but they say they can't until spring because the ground's frozen. Then... The leader, David, talks with James, his right-hand man, and they go off to hunt as food is very scarce. Mm. Yeah. Reading Revelations uh, 21, you know, talk about the end of the world and that. Right. I know you guys are big on your Bible passages, so I don't mm. need to explain big that time. to you. I bloody yeah, big love time. the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> Michael Bible. <laughs> Good. Um, so, of course, that's what we're talking boys, about, right? Yeah, of course, the uh, father figure that is dead is uh, just so anyone who didn't pick this up is actually, of course, the man that Joel killed and then st who stabbed Joel with a baseball bat. Um, obviously, he we stabbed him with a baseball bat. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, true, I actually, but... <laughs> do you know what I wrote in my notes here? I wrote in my notes, Joel stabbed Joel with a baseball bat in brackets. John will say something about that. <laughs> Genuinely. I knew you would. I don't remember. Wasn't it like a, like a metal pole or something? No, it was uh, a baseball bat that like broke and it was the handle uh, that sort of stabbed him. The handle stabbed him? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you killing me for? <laughs> it's a bloody handle. You couldn't handle it, could he, John? That's, that's, that's oh, no. Yeah. It's not a pun yeah, if it's it the same word. That's, could no. be. No, but could I like be. it though. At least I'm trying, yeah. yeah. My, my, mm. my puns have evolved like the cordyceps virus this season. So. Yeah, normally he strikes out. Yeah, I wouldn't say that yeah, one was a home yeah. run, was it? <laughs> uh, not got any more, so let's just crack on. No. I was literally trying to think. Um, of course they can't bury him, can they, boys? Can they? Why can't they bury him? Because it's cold. He said the ground's frozen and we're going to eat him instead. Yeah, that sound, that I mean, legit, forget man. about that bit. Just the uh, the ground bit, I said. Here, have this yeah. bowl of stew. What about that ground <laughs> over there? Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Good. Um, and anyway, we're going to have a lovely meal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, for anyone who hasn't heard the hot take uh, and is unaware of this, James, uh, David's right-hand man, is played by Troy Baker, who was Joel in the games, which is mm. a lovely Easter egg. Um, and it seems throughout the ep that he questions David's leadership. We see that in this scene a little bit. Um, I mean, you say it's an Easter egg. Kind yeah. of tastes a bit human, actually, rather than... <laughs> <laughs> Easter egg tastes a bit peoply. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a fingernail in my, uh, in my uh, Easter egg. What's this about? Um, <laughs> um, do you know what's interesting? Je there's a lot of biblical names in this episode, boys, before yeah. I bring that up. Um, you know, Josiah. Marco. Uh, Marco. Timothy. 
um, Jesus. No, J, J, yeah, Jesus. James actually means. Do you want to pass the salt, Jesus? This arm's tasting a bit weird. <laughs> uh, James actually means supplanter. Uh, which is obviously kind of what David's kind of fearful of, that James might try and take over his leadership kind of thing. So that's interesting. Just thought that was a mm. little interesting thing. Uh, back with Ellie and Joel, uh, she's trying to nurse him to help. Wait, sorry. Um, sorry. Go. The very, very common name James means yes. supplanter. What? In yes. What context? Like that? What do you mean? In biblical terms. Right. I, biblical I, thought you knew the, I thought you knew the Bible. I asked you that question at the start of the episode and you have lied to me. I thought you were talking about mm. his Christmas hits, not the original <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. They are both Ellie... popular at Christmas. So I'd imagine there is a link there. Yeah. Uh, Ellie is nursing Joel back to health. Uh, they have no food, though, so she decides to go out and hunt uh, and find some eats. She shoots a deer that scurries off injured. Find some eats, and... did you say? Yeah, some eats, yeah. <laughs> okay, I said that. Get some grub. Get some grub. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's a good one. Uh, Bush unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately for her, uh, the the deer's carcass has found its way to David and James. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. She she holds them at gunpoint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> David offers her medicine in exchange for the deer, uh, and then he sends James to go get it. Bloody mm. elk. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Is this set in the same universe as Bambi? Maybe. Just the beginning. It's the crossover. Could be. Could be. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens off screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, after Bambi's yeah. fucked off. I'll tell you, tell you what, though. After Good. Bambi's fucked off. Cool. This is good. This is a good scene. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It's um, yep. tense. Mm. And uh, the first signs of like... Like, again, David... In this in this moment comes across really well. Like you're like, ah, fuck yeah, you kind of do want to trust him, don't you? He's a master manipulator, isn't he? He really is. Ma- making Ellie think that she's in control, but it's really him in control, even though she's got a gun pointed at him. Uh, whilst they wait for James, David further manipulates Ellie and then reveals everything happens for a reason by explaining how a man and a girl uh, killed one of their men. James then arrives is instructed to give her the medicine and then David lets her go. Hmm. It's quite a creepy moment, actually, isn't it? When he's telling this story and the moment just, you know, the moment clicks so that she realises what the fuck is going on. Just a bit too late. Um, And his delivery here is very sinister, isn't Mm. it? Mm -hmm. The way he says everything happens for a reason. Fucking a bit bit shivery. Yeah, he's quite an unassuming looking man as well. Yeah, you know, it's not, you know. I'm not having a go at his looks, by the way. But having a go. It just yeah. He does look like he could have been a teacher or like a librarian. 100%. Or he's teach he's yeah. teaching like year 8 maths, like mm. that's 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 the the limit of his abilities in the regular world. But mm. um yeah, I mean, he's he's annoyed at James afterwards because he's like, "Have you got the medicine?" James's like, "Yeah, yeah, throw it to her then." And he's like, "Right, what what medicine did you give?" He's like, "Oh, the um, the superpower one, the one that gives you superpowers." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, for, yeah. you're supposed to just give a penicillin." 
Now we're in trouble. <laughs> well, Instantly that. regrets that move. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a couple of things to mention here. Um, he's from the Pittsburgh QZ, and that is, you know, interesting for Clicker Corner. So stick around for that later because I thought that was an oh, yeah. interesting little mix-up. And then also, he says he's a teach. He was a teacher before this happened. Now we see things throughout this episode, which make me think that he was doing horrendous things in his position um, before the apocalypse started. Do you know what I mean? Yes, eating his um, students. <laughs> Worse yeah, than that, I think. Like just yeah, just throwing like the board board rubber thing at them. Oh, why are you doing that? That's bang out of all yeah. you, evil man. No, yeah. Um, I think I, he is a predator of the highest uh, nature, and mm, he, yeah, uh, oh, the apocalypse. My work, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse came at a time that um, essentially allowed him to get away with this, obviously, and then he's grown into this horrendous leader. I mean, God knows what's been going on there for the last. He's been writing 10. the word like he's been using the numbers on the calculator to do boobs. <laughs> well, you can't do that. You're a teacher. For You're a teacher. Sake. Where are they getting um, batteries for a calculator? Oh, I suppose yeah. they could. No, they're solar. A teacher for f- Most of them are oh, solar. Right. Okay. Yeah. They got the little solar patch, um, don't they? Oh, that's interesting, Gareth. Thank you for that little piece of information about calculators. There you go. <laughs> um, that's what you tune in for, isn't it? That's what you tune in for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, he's a despicable would man. Say, um, I, I think I prefer the idea that. He sort of goes off the rails because he's he's put in a world where there's no um, consequences, I guess. Yep. <laughs> calculators, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, where's, it's where's interesting. My calculator gone. I'm gonna fucking smash your head in. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't spell boobs anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it is interesting um, to think about the origins of his character, but I think there's a lot of it sort of sort of signposted here where you're like oh god this guy is just awful he's been he was awful before this happened and now it's even worse um so ellie returns to joel and administers the penicillin or the super serum straight into his wound uh, (laughs) with no idea if it will work um sort of themes about faith in this episode isn't there boys of uh ellie having faith that she's doing this the correct way or the faith that David has that everything happens for a reason and all that jazz, uh, the faith of his community um, or the faith that Joel will even pull through this sort of situation. I thought it was quite interesting. She's got to have just... faith, faith, faith. <laughs> yeah. Sang the pet shop yeah. boys. <laughs> hey, that's my song. Hey. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Any more faith based stuff? I think that's it really. I just just thought it was interesting. Just, just thought it was an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, um, where, where are you supposed to inject the penicillin? Just in case. I was, I, I was so, literally okay. about to say. L- so, I just watched it again with my partner Mel, who is a paramedic. Yeah. And I said to her, because any time there's something medical on screen, she's like, what the fuck are they doing? I said to her, is that the right way to do it? She said, no, not really. <laughs> you meant to put it in a vein. Yeah. I was like, okay, mm. fair enough. I mean, yeah, but there's loads of his veins sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I said, would it work? And she said, yeah, 
potentially. Um, it just has to find its way into the, the system. Yeah. But uh, not did the way Mel she think, would have done it. Did Mel think it was the superpower serum that, that she accidentally gave him? I did say to her, that looks like a lot of penicillin. <laughs> she was <laughs> like, I didn't, she couldn't really tell how much was put in the syringe, but right. the syringe was fucking massive. Um, anyway, uh, back at David's cult, he brings in the deer. Huzzah! Uh, and funnily enough, he's arrived just in the name? time for dinner. Is that the name of the deer, yeah. is it? Yeah, Huzzah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's arrived just in time for dinner. A lovely bit of venison is on the menu, apparently. Uh, the little girl whose father was killed oh, got by Joel... got a human left. I'm not a massive fan <laughs> of venison, actually. Uh, she demands justice. Uh, and mm. Ellie this and people Joel taste a bit venison-y. Uh, David uh, then slaps her, uh, proclaims he is now her father, and then sits down with them for a lovely meal as they all eat that father without even knowing. Mm. I think they know. I think they know. I think the mother knows because she was back in the kitchen and when they bring it in, the guy is like the worst liar that I've ever seen in my life. She's like, what is that? He pauses for about 10 minutes and then goes, "Uh, venison? And she's like, (laughs) oh, yummy. Um. Mm. So yeah, she she so knows something's up. No, not so, human. Uh, no, but it's something else. <laughs> Cow, <laughs> rabbit, <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. It looks nothing like rabbit. rabbit. For fuck's sake! How big was yeah. this rabbit? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a few of them knocking about. Yeah, I think ones. he actually said Vince, and we just heard <laughs> venison. <laughs> yeah, but that was the name of the rabbit. Um, did uh, yeah. did you did you think this is extremely fucked up? Like he's watching them, this little girl eat her own dad for dinner. Um, it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? Um, and he's clearly what else are you going to do though? There's no TV. <laughs> <laughs> what this is entertainment for him? Just like, oh, this is what, a good yeah. show tonight. I mean, think about um, the contrast between between Silver Lake and um, what's it called? Um, Jackson. Jackson. Wyoming. Man. Yep. There are ways to survive that aren't horrendous. And Jackson Mm. is the beacon at the moment of that. Um, I also thought like the way he obviously um, manipulates her into taking his hand and then the things he says to her. He's obviously grooming her as well. Like just disgusting. Uh, Obviously leading up to what he's going to do with Ellie or he's trying to do with Ellie. Um, were you getting uh, any Scott Teneman South Park vibes when <laughs> feeding the father the father to the kid? Well, no, the great the greatest episode <laughs> of all time, the greatest no. episode of all time of South Park. It didn't instantly remind me of South Park. No, um, for a start, okay. okay, he David himself has the biggest bowl of the lot. Like <laughs> he has more he than does, anyone else. He? Yeah, yeah, he does. I looked at the size of his plate. I was like, oh my god. He's been out hunting all day, Gareth. God. Yeah. I mean, just because he's, you know, a bit, uh, only a little bit <laughs> of a wrong un, as we say in the UK. <laughs> oh, my um, God. He's still going to be hungry, isn't he? Yeah. I will yeah. say, why is it in that stew? Like, I mean, what do you mean? Gonna, just, it just looks shit, doesn't it? Like, at least make it look good. Wait a minute. Are you saying their stew looked shit? Yes. It looked fucking fantastic. No, I don't think so. I, I love to a be good fair, stew. I don't even recall 
them. I don't recall it being in the bowls. So when they was making it, I was like, I just let's rank. Oh yeah, it looks ranking up. But in the bowl, it actually looked quite nice. Like I was like, if this is a dinner you're eating twenty years into the apocalypse, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, was me. I wasn't ready to give it as much of a chance as you did. I'm just gobbling it down. And going, What's right, actually? <laughs> <laughs> they do say the first the first bite is is with the eyes, don't they? So they do. The presentations are right. Yeah, I think they took go. that out, didn't they? They don't want to make it too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> good. Let's give that. Uh, the next day, Ellie then sees David and the others approaching their hideout. She gives Joel a knife, tries to wake him up, and then attempts to lead the hunters away. James shoots her horse, killing it, uh, catapulting her forward and knocking her unconscious. As he is about to execute her, David steps in and carries her back to his little camp. Yeah, what a hero. Isn't it? Oh. Well, <laughs> Saved in life. a way... He did save her life there, um, but it's... So he's not all very, bad. <laughs> no, well, I've written, this is interesting. It's for a very obviously horrible reason to keep her as like some sort of trophy wife thing, which we'll get our head around later. Um, but, but, but do you think that James here, played by Troy Baker, who is Joel in the games, do you think that he is trying to kill her because he knows what David is like and is trying to just give her an easy out? Nah, I think it's interesting. I think I think there's something in that. It's, I um, think you are it's interesting. giving you're associating qualities to his character because he was the actor that played Joel and did the motion capture for Joel in no. the game. You want him to be better than he is, and he has he has sympathetic eyes. He, he does. He has got very sad eyes. Yeah. Troy Baker I felt um, bad for him, but but no, in no. a way, yeah. No, okay. Okay. I think I it's thought it was interesting. He's, sta- he's standing there watching Pedro Pascal rake it in by just lying down for most of the episode. Like, what's <laughs> like he, three what's episodes he in a row. This? Ridiculous. I wonder, if, I wonder if Pedro's on a full paycheck for episode seven and eight, where he's just literally laid there for most of it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it's like when Cersei in the final season of Game of Thrones was getting paid like. I can't remember million dollars per episode or two million dollars per episode, and she was in like a cumulative seven minutes or something across the whole season. <laughs> it's like, what the what fuck? What seven minutes there, eh? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> she understand. just drank wine, and it was terrible. Game of Thrones mm. ended after season seven, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it ended up en- ended after season eight, episode three, and then it's done. <laughs> There's nothing mm. after that. All right, yeah. so you stop there, and then you never watch on. Anyway, lots to discuss. Uh, so, um, Joel then luckily finds enough energy oh. to kill one of the attackers. <laughs> you know, uh, stabbing him in the neck. You know that feeling yeah. when you're massively hungover, and but you have to get up. Like you have to, you have to get up, and you have to do things, and you are that unwell. That he must have been like that ten times that, but ten times worse. Yeah. Imagine. Well, this is interesting. Mm. So Joel at like, what would you say percentage-wise is at here? 5%, 10%, 15%? He's still too good for this fucker and the others, to be honest. Um, but he did have that super serum, so... Yeah, yeah lucky. Obviously working. <laughs> it's a um, bit silly, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, I don't know how long they were searching that area for. 
but about 20 minutes ago he was yeah, lying 20 minutes, yeah. c- couldn't even open his eyes yeah and then it's but like survival 20 minutes later him. he's <sighs> kind well, is it, what about the other guy where's hey, his well, survival instinct yeah well not as good as Joel's, but what I he will say is, no, he's shit. He's shit. Yeah, he's a slug. He's a little. He's a little fucking cult slug. Jesus Christ, <laughs> a um, slug with no so personality. Help me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. David, I'll give you my children if you help me. Fuck off. He, he deserves to die. Anyway, um, he he incapacitated uh, the other two who were searching, uh, and then starts to brutally torture them into telling him where Ellie is before he then mm. violently murders them. Now, and this feeds into what we were just talking about. Uh, how does Joel have the energy to do this? And the answer, we talked about it briefly in the hot take, is because Ellie is now his family. And Joel will do anything. He goes full fucking beast mode for his family. He, you know, running on fucking fumes here. He is brutal in this scene. And the reason I was looking forward to it is because it is so fucked up in the game and it's pretty much exactly the same here in the show. And I'm so happy they kept it as violent as it is. Did you like it, John? As a shownly? Yeah, it was good. It was good, wasn't it? Um, and yeah, you know, mash him up, wasn't it? Mash him up, blood. Yeah. Oh, God. So I'm glad that's been recorded now because um, I'll snip that. <laughs> Edit um, it out. No, no you won't, I would I'm going to keep talking about it so it's impossible to. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was good. Um, I, look, it, it's clearly going to lead into maybe even the next episode. You know, it will lead into something that there's a theme that cracks on into season two and uh, we saw... <clears throat> or we see elements of that later on in this episode with with Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There are consequences to everything that you do. Um, there is. There so, are. So yeah, it was uh, good to see. Um, could they have made it a little bit more horrific? Because I feel like there was a level of sympathy that you feel for the the young kid that's killed in episode four that's kind of missing here a little bit. I know, you know, they're they're villains, right? But it's like, come on. Yeah. You, you no, can still put you can still portray Joel as like you, you can turn around and go, No, yeah, I, I get it, but it's a bit much, mate. Like, why have you yeah. cut his head off and you're dancing around with it naked? Like you're too far, yeah. man. Honestly. Yeah. I think they've kept the violence to a uh, they've only shown it to us when they need to. And we've talked about this, how they've scaled it back. However, with this scene, I feel they were just as violent as the game, which is saying something, because I think it is, a, even in the game, this, you've done terrible things. Like you've, you know, But then you see this moment, and you're like, fucking hell, Joel is fucked up. What must he have done to get to this point? And this interrogation scene was seeded earlier in the season with the two uh, people at the cabin. Where he's like, you know, your wife's marked where this place is, and this, but this is the way him and Tommy did it. And like you said, it will be alluded to more in future seasons, I'm sure. Um, but uh, let's crack on because Ellie wakes up in David's butchery cage. David tries to persuade her to join him and his cultish community. He says that he understands her and that he was like her before the cordyceps set him free. 
He then reveals his true intentions and Ellie plays along before breaking his fingers and proclaiming to tell the others her name is Ellie and she is the little girl who broke his fucking finger. Mm. Yeah, I mean, th- but this is what I was talking about earlier. It's, it's too like, I am evil and this is my plan and I'm going to you know tell everyone, not just you, Ellie, but the people that are watching just for clarity. Although some of them still think I'm some kind of weird Christian. Um, uh, th- there was enough in that scene. There's enough in their interactions for it to be a little bit more subtle than, than it ends up being. Um, so as much as I enjoyed it as a whole, I was still a bit like, so it, some of it felt a bit like cheap and a bit on the nose. That's interesting. Um, what do you think, Gareth? Most of it was in his neck rather than his nose, wasn't it? <laughs> um, do you know, when John said it at the start, um, when you're giving you a little blueberry review, um, that was the first time I th- I'd thought about that. And it is a little bit Bond villain-esque. Um, does he need to reveal his big plan? Probably not. Like, could he... Could it just be that he says, "Look, I don't want to kill you. Um, that's the, that's that's a last resort. Like, I'm I'm trying. I've saved your life, and I want you to join us and um, come and eat people. I mean, venison with us. Um, and that could have that could have been that. That's the only cell that that there needs to be. You could even say, like, look, we'll we'll try and we'll try and save Joel and." look after him for him to sort of make out that he's i don't know he's a little bit sort of um comic book imagine what the two of us could do together um if we just joined Wars, forces you know. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just a bizarre it, i don't think people <clears throat> i don't think you talk to people like that do you well the interesting thing about this character and this is the only way I agree with what you're saying. Like he's, he maybe goes a bit strong here, but I think he realizes that Ellie is a very strong-willed individual, and his usual form of manipulation, which is the slower burn, is just not going to work at all. So he goes for broke, realizing the worst outcome is he just kills her, right? Which is what's going to happen. Uh, the best outcome is she buys it and his ultimate form of manipulation works to turn her into his plaything, essentially. Um, so that's why I think it works for this character. Um, and I like the way that his character s- starts off as like uh, people who don't know the game will be questioning, like, oh, he seems all right, like with the medicine and everything. And then slowly, layer by layer, he gets peeled back to then to be revealed the fucking devil, essentially. Um so I, th- I think I think it works, but I do get where you're coming from as well. Um, th- it's interesting here that he, this is where you mentioned about people believing that he's Christian, John. Uh, he literally says here, if you didn't catch it, dear listener, he says here that he's using religion because mm. it's what these people need as a form of control. And if anything, he sort of idolizes the fucking cordyceps virus for its ability to cleanse the world so he's like full sort of cultish but just using the bible because he thinks that's what these people need to hear you know yeah. mm. I mean, that is 
yeah, it's literally what he says. He 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 worships the cordyceps. He's in, he, he does in a way. He, he wants to uh, emulate what the cordyceps does. Doesn't he? Doesn't care about God. He has no interest in that. He just just knows that that's what these people in this moment are desperate for. Is uh, desperate for yeah. You know that that kind of something something to hold on to something to give them hope yeah that yeah this is happening for a reason and he's able to fill that that void that gap that people have uh and use it to yeah. his advantage um definitely and i think if anyone had any doubts i don't think anyone does at this point but if they did about um bella as ellie the way she delivers the line you know tell them Ellie's the little girl who broke your fucking finger is incredible. <laughs> it is so on point with Ashley Johnson from the game. Uh that is it's it's just incredible. I loved it. I loved it so much. And yeah, I just think her casting has been very inspired, actually. Especially the last mm. two episodes. I think she's been fucking fantastic. So uh well done, Bella, really. And I think we've all been won over by her, haven't we? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we were on board from the trailers, weren't we? Yeah, I think I think we were a bit skeptical, but we were on board. But yes, we were we were about to jump off the train, but now we're fully on the train and we're in first class having a lovely dinner. Oh, excellent! It's my mm, lovely. It tastes a bit venison, actually. <laughs> What's that eyeball? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at that, Vince the rabbit. Oh, he's looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Waiter. Um, No, okay. Uh, Joel then arrives at the town amidst a semi-blizzard, discovers Ellie's backpack and lots of hanging dead bodies being carved up to eat. They were grim. Mm. They were fucking grim. There is something about, and there is this scene in the game, which we'll talk about later. Well, you said it looked delicious earlier. (laughs) Yeah, that was off camera. That was off microphone. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. tell the listeners that. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. That, that's a Patreon only bonus to know about mm. my feelings about yeah, hanging <laughs> meats. Um, but no, genuinely, uh, there is something very disconcerting. Um, it's very horrific seeing human bodies, you know, decapitated and like hung up that way to eat. Yeah. It just it, <laughs> it's not good, is it? I don't care. <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. I agree with that bombshell. <laughs> that's good. That you've, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, no, that's a fair point. Listening um, to this and going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. It, it was a test. You both passed. You both also I just, creeped out by it. So yeah. I just thought, just thought of one from earlier. It'd be like, um, waiter, there's a there's a hair in my soup, and then, no, sir, that's that's rabbit because. Uh, Rabbit in the oh, soup. Oh, that's good, yeah. Oh, I mean, you could have gone yeah. with there's an, there's an eye in my soup as a play on fly, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very good. That works well. too. So, do you want yeah. me to edit that, that out that and put it too. earlier, boys? Um, <laughs> tell me. To, yeah. Well, no, I'm joking. I'm no, I reckon, I reckon just put it before the bit that you claimed a dead body being ready to eat <laughs> is is somewhat <laughs> uncomfortable. Somewhat, somewhat uncomfortable. I said extremely uncomfortable, Gareth. So we'll, we'll move on. Anyway, dis- disgusting. I'm not sure this is right, <laughs> listeners. Something not quite I'm right not about, sure this about this guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I'm anyway. not sure I love David as much as I thought I would. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I think he might be a bit dodgy. Um, at the same time, <laughs> speaking a of David... A bit dodgy. Him, yeah. <laughs> him and James pin Ellie down and are about to chop her up into tiny little pieces. Ellie mm. bites David and then says, she's infected. He doesn't believe it. She rolls up her sleeve, shows him the bite, and in the confusion, grabs the cleaver and slams it into James's throat, killing him. John, if you had what listened to the hot take, yeah. which I know you didn't, because <laughs> yep. you've fucking not done your homework. Busy, mate. I'm busy. What do you want me to do? Uh, I watched the episode, uh, sort of. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I said that this is kind of a bit of a meta, you know, Joel actually killing it. I mean, Ellie actually killing Joel, because Troy mm-hmm. Baker is Joel in the games. So I thought it was quite a little funny little turn of events. Yeah. Well, I mean, funny. and that happens in season two as well, doesn't it? That Ellie actually kills. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to. Uh, don't tell anyone that. No. Imagine. Everyone, there oh, is no what? spoilers here. John doesn't know fucking shit because he hasn't seen anything. He hasn't played the games. So you just don't listen to a word that John I know says. eating humans is wrong. He does know that eating <laughs> humans is wrong. So oh. that's something. Um, Tasty, but wrong. <laughs> Ellie then uh, escapes into the diner where she throws a burning log at David, which then starts to send the place up in flames. With right. the fire burning, Ellie hides <laughs> and then leaps out. So John's got his David. hand up. I know. You now, just, you, go on. No, you but I just doing? need to say this. But one. Okay, go on. If you're going to pick up something, I mean, it was a bit of a weird thing to pick up anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, I understand the desperation. But, I mean, it's smoking, isn't it? You're going to give away your position. Imagine that. Imagine holding a smoke signal and then hiding behind the table and going, Ooh, I wonder if he's going to see me. I was watching it like, oh, fuck off. Where and are you, she... Ellie? I've, I've left. I've just... gone to the shops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's gone to the shops. Um, so then she throws it. And then obviously, I mean, it looked like there was a bit of rubbish CGI there. I'd have to go and watch it back. That's no, um, really good. Weirdly. I double checked. I double checked it, John, because you know I'm all over that shit. It's good. It's good. But you double-checked it because originally you were like, that looks a bit weird, that. Yes, that is also what I did. But I doubt yes, on the correct. second watch-through, it looked good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's because you watched it like behind your pans or you were too busy yeah. gobbling up a lovely <laughs> bit of human. Um, yeah. I, uh, part of me just thought she should just run into the room and just set it alight with that stick. Just, yeah, get, okay. just, get, just get to that bit like that. Okay. All right, interesting. Um, well, let me continue my narration. Uh, Ellie hides and then leaps out, <laughs> stabbing David uh, before being knocked to the ground by him. He then says he isn't going to kill her, and what he's going to do is much, much worse. As he's about to do it, Ellie grabs the cleaver and repeatedly strikes <laughs> him over and over Jesus. and over and over and over, turning his head into mush. Mm. Okay, where the fuck do we start here? Um, mush. Do we see him fire? I can't remember. Did no, 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 no. Okay, fine. No, yeah, no. Yeah, good. It's good. so much you don't see it, which I really <laughs> like. I mean, we've talked about it. It's an off-screen death, so he might be back. Who knows? <laughs> but um, uh, the fire, which I thought looks fucking cool, um, makes David seem like the devil in hell. Very symbolic. She's literally trapped mm. with the devil, which I thought was pretty good cinematography. There's a couple of shots in here, especially just before she's going to stab him. I, I believe we used it as our Instagram promo image where he's silhouetted <laughs> in the flames in the background yeah we did mm. it's a fucking brilliant shot that it is amazing and 
the performance and horns how do we... as well yeah you can see the little <laughs> horns out of his head no, genuinely. it's very it's a very stephen king the stand kind of image in my head actually um what do we think about bella's performance here the house it's is kind burning. of <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, house is burning go back to that it's, her, her performance is is incredible here no um, yeah i mean yeah. Uh, it, <clears throat> it peaked to me afterwards the the interactions with Joel, that hyperventilating, yeah. struggling to get her words out, I thought was amazing. Uh, yeah, genuinely teared me up a little bit because uh, you Johnny know, Boy. I, what if you'd listened to the hot take? Yeah, but he doesn't listen to the hot take, Gareth. We've learned I've fraud, missed hack. one hot take. Fuck's sake, the best one. That and we I, know I, of. I skip. I skip that this we know one. Of. I skip this one because he slagged me off in the last one. I was like, well, I'm not interested in. <laughs> Cowards. Well, maybe um, you should have a listen to this, to this one. Don't don't listen to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely uh, teared me up. You know, I, I think of whenever my daughter's, you know, crying, and kids are stupid, aren't they? they cry about nothing. Yeah. So like, that's my sandwich. You've literally just eaten. Like, why are you hyperventilating? <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that that was uh, uh, a touching moment. I loved it. I said. The exact same thing and Joel's line of like it's okay baby girl oh set me off mm. I couldn't yeah. couldn't deal and it's uh we talked about this as well John and for anyone who hasn't heard that take that it that is a very important line from the game um probably in the top three sort of there's a lot of quotes in this there's one coming next week um that are the oh, most memorable humans tasty <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it Wonderful. sort of mirrors it mirrors his holding of Sarah when she died um, when he's like it's okay baby girl it's okay and Sarah obviously dies and Ellie has survived and it's the contrast of these two characters two girls that are completely fucking different but both Joel is now their father and this is the moment where Joel cements himself as Ellie's father and yeah it's pretty powerful stuff and obviously you know like you're saying having kids and that and you just want to protect them and that is the thing that Joel was afraid of the most is that he would lose something that he cares so much about and uh yeah yeah I mean uh, it's it is I know like obviously it it's a line from the from the game but personally I played the game like 10 years ago but I can tell you that that line would not have had anywhere near the impact and it just made everything that happened and it, it kind of it, it makes me it makes me willing to to let go of that minor criticism that that John brought up which is totally fair um you know how how realistic is it that he would be at the 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 level of health required to go to go through what he did but you you know like you would you would do anything and like i think i think parents kind of it seems to happen a lot they find superhuman strength when needed to defend <laughs> their children no, and I'd, like we, we would we would like you, we would do that as well like you would you would find it somehow um and it was a it was you said you a, wouldn't even get up if you were hung over no you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good point. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not talking about no, being hungover. I'm not talking about being hungover, obviously, but 
Um, um, you know, good point. It's just it is a it's a beautiful understated moment as well. Like it's not it's, there's nothing so, yeah. over the top about it. It's um, yeah, yeah, brilliant and a great way to end the episode. Um, but of course, that is not the end of our podcast because we have clicker corner and listener feedback coming up. But at first of all, let's go to that clicker corner, baby. It's not as good a click a corner as usual oh, because good. <laughs> everyone switch off. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just skip skip forward five minutes. No, I'm joking. There's I'm some just... good stuff in there. Bye. Just not as good as usual. <laughs> um, so Pittsburgh QZ, which is where David says he's from, and that is interesting because we've talked about this in previous podcasts that Pittsburgh is actually the location where Kathleen and that lot were. Not that Kathleen's in the game, but where that segment of the game happens. And they changed it out for Kansas City. And that was very interesting. And there's lots of reasons for that to do with where they were shooting and what it looked like. So they've got the Pittsburgh reference in here instead, saying that David came from Pittsburgh. And what is interesting about that is the band of hunters that we see in Pittsburgh, we do come across bodies that have been chopped up and prepared to be eaten in mm. Pittsburgh. So they're kind of saying he comes potentially from this group that was essentially cannibalistic uh, in survival, which is very interesting. Uh, we've talked about Troy Baker as Joel. Uh, I thought his performance was actually pretty good here as James. Um, apparently, he just didn't have the right look for Joel, which is completely understandable. Um, you know, he's very tall and just has different sort of, you know, I, he's I don't a think I can never He's a folky guy. Banjo yeah. player in a folk band, isn't he? Exactly. Um, but I'm happy that he got a role in this, and I'm happy that he is fucking fantastic uh, as a video game uh, actor. He's done loads of games <laughs> now, ranging from Uncharted, you know, uh, lots of Naughty Dog products. He's not listening. He, he, he might be. You're fantastic, <laughs> Troy. I really love your work. Um, the Bow and Arrow. Now, you're saying what bow and arrow and that's right what bow and what arrow? bow and arrow bow and arrow <laughs> yeah exactly what, what bows and arrow um in the game and you'd have liked this gareth ellie hunts obviously with a bow and arrow and she's yeah. a great shot and it's a running thing that runs throughout both games um and they seem to have gotten rid of the bow and arrow for the show for some reason now i don't know why maybe it's just easier but i hope we get to see <laughs> the bow and arrow in the future because let's face it, you're not going to be using ammo every time you go out. There has to be other ways of hunting, you know? Wait, so that was your reference uh, to the bow and arrow? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not in it. It was in it, it, was in it yeah. last, uh, the week before, last week? Whenever it was in no, it. No, a guy used it, but not Ellie. No, I know, but it, we saw it. We saw it as a close-up. Yeah, but I want, to, I want her to use it. She hunts the deer with the bow and arrow in the game. And it's 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 a very actually I will say it's a very annoying sequence that you have to play in the game because you have to like stealth and John hates this shit but you have to like stealth and when I say stealth you have to move so fucking slowly to not spook this deer on my latest playthrough that I just did my sixth playthrough honestly man I was record. on this segment for like fifteen minutes because I kept I was I was so fucking impatient. You anyway. two are you both of you are impatient and it's why you'd be terrible hunters. So Well and we don't like killing animals. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Blood first people that's eating people. Whereas you're out there yeah. killing animals. Horrible yeah, person. Exactly. Um Ellie and David in the 
game when they're waiting for James to get back with the medicine. They're actually attacked by a fucking horde of infected. And I'm talking like, I don't know, 30 infected, a couple of clickers and a bloater. So it's a fucking crazy sequence and you're building trust throughout this sequence. And obviously we've talked about it though, that in the show they can't do that because then the infected lose all of their sort of, I don't know, sort of mystery and the sort of horror that they bring, you know, seeing them less and less. <laughs> and then when you do see them, it's way more impact impactful. Yeah. So I think, um, I think that was a good decision. Um, yeah. I and mean, I've put here, it's a budget yeah. thing though, surely. Of course, a budget thing, you know, but let, you know, there's no horde in, the section of the oh there is actually i think it's i think it's also <laughs> a, a a narrative decision i think i think they substitute that out for some more People. character development <laughs> yeah good no i think you're right it's uh, just not a David lot of Boss. them like in the whole see i'm assuming we will get none next week so I mean, yeah, been uh, a threat, no, I guess in free. I've episodes. seen a preview. There is one. There is one next week. There is one next week. Yeah, but is he um, on a poster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the lastly, the David boss fight in the game, and it is a boss fight, has you stealthily like hiding around the diner as it's burning, and you have to find moments to stab him. And I thought they did a fantastic job of replicating that in a believable way that wasn't a shit video game adaptation. It just worked. And I thought it was really cool uh, how they essentially kept the same mechanic in the show and the game. Um, so I thought I guess the, um, the, on the only downside with having a fire and this, uh, I mean, they've got to because it's in, it's in the game. Um, uh, and also it creates a little bit of like peril and it makes it time sensitive. Um, I guess you kind of miss out on those like quiet kind of heavy breath moments that you could get if someone's hiding. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess no, potentially you're right. we, we already had that with um, when they're in the museum in episode two. Episode two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Good point, John. And now, of course, it's time to move on to your feedback, dear listener. And we have a couple pieces today because we are running long. I will speak them now. I will read them out now. Um, first up is... Speak! I've <laughs> uh, had a few beers. First up is uh, our lovely new Patreon, Bob Johnson. And he says, Hello. I hadn't considered Riley going to Atalanta as a Walking Dead Easter egg, but I saw shortly after the episode... Atalanta. Storm Reed was... Gone to, gone to Italy, yes. is she? Sorry. Atalanta. Sorry. Atlanta, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but I saw shortly after that Storm Reed was born in Atlanta and thought that that's why they gave it a nod. So maybe it was a bit of both. I was very interesting there, Bob. I, I like that. Um, and then he's also asked us a question. If it isn't too much of a spoiler, can someone explain the evolution of the infected? I was confused as to why the infected was in the mall uh, and what was causing him to be dormant, for lack of a better word. Thank you very much, Bob. So very interesting question because the infected have kind of changed in the show from the game. However, we have said, uh, Bob, that there are four types of infected. You have your runner, uh, you have your stalker, then you have a clicker, and then you have a bloater. Your runner is someone who's just been bitten, and they can be that way, you, you know, a bit crazy, running around, trying to bite other people for quite a long time. A bit crazy. The, oh, the crazy, down, crazy guy. The 
uh, Stalker is actually what I believe the one in the mall was, which is one that has essentially is on the way to being a clicker. They haven't lost their sight yet, but they sort of lurk in the shadows and they are very fucking annoying because you can't ever hear them. <laughs> you don't ever see them coming. Oh, in the away, second mate. game, <laughs> during the second game, they're fucking terrifying as well. And what I will say is that they've changed the cordyceps virus in the show so that it's a bit more like they're all connected and stuff. And this idea of uh, the bodies being fused into the wall is why he was dormant. He was sort of in a bit of a metamorphosis stage, I think, on the way to being a clicker, potentially. Um, And he was just sort of halfway between being an infected and a clicker. So that's my take on it. Uh, Do you have anything to add to that, boys, or...? No. Um no, I think I think it's like broadly speaking it's it's time based and you know if they go undisturbed for yeah. long enough but it's an imperfect science <clears throat> right. isn't it? It's like you know. Yes. And 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 even with the law of the game it's some, I I still think there are gaps that the there's gaps in there that are open to interpretation. I don't think it's as black and white as it just goes in that order. And there's things that happen in the second game, which definitely make you question that. So it's interesting. Um, Terry I was, has written in. Uh, thank sorry, you for that, Bob, I, by the I, way. I, and thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. I, I was hoping Bob's question would be, if you had killed someone and you were on the run from the law um, and you <laughs> had to get a passport with a fake what name <laughs> would you trust yeah. a guy called Rudy, <laughs> Rudy Contreras. Contreras. <laughs> very good yeah yeah very good great names we said it we get once again great names thanks bob and we hope that you do escape you got law. nowhere to go bob. now <laughs> my name's rudy god damn it okay um <laughs> Next up, Terry's written in uh, and has had this to say, love your podcast and thought I'd send in a few thoughts. Only on second watch did I catch that the chef woman is the mother of the cult teenager. Puts an extra touch to her reaction when the meat is brought in later, uh, which we did reference in the episode there that she sort of was like, what is it? And he's like, venison. Um, Goes on to say, are these guys really just terrible hunters? They're starving to death and eating each other, but Ellie gets a deer and sees other wild game her first day of trying david missed her with three shots from three feet away as well good point yeah i don't think they're very good but i don't think they're very good hunters james james takes out the horse pretty skillfully that's true he does that was a very good shot i i do think they're a bit useless uh obviously ellie has learned from the best she has learned from joel and joel is the best so uh yeah. next up he and says, like how much time have they been together at this point like they've They've been in the wilderness for like months now, haven't they? That's true. And he's she's probably watched him multiple times. But that, he's right. There was a lot of game. Um, he's put really cool to rewatch after knowing they all know who she is from the first encounter. James's look when he's sent for medicine is particularly good. It's interesting to see David's thinking change. At first, he presumably would assume it's a dad-daughter situation. And he tests that by referring to Joel as her dad a few times, but she doesn't respond. David calls him her friend when she's in the, in the cell. If he reads her reaction as confirming that, he must be thinking she's capable and teamed up with an older man. He would probably assume the worst. And that's exactly what he's looking for. So that's, I thought that was an interesting take. Oh, I like that. Mm, that's very good. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. That's very good. Good analysis. Oh, way better than what you were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah. that kind of answers your question Terry, about why he was so so forthright with his intentions. Terry, do you fancy hosting a podcast next week? Cause... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Terry. It's a lot of work. Anyway, next up. Finally, for people that are theoretically in constant peril of being attacked by zombies, they are insanely susceptible to the sneak up from behind unheard move. Joel pulls it off here three times. Once on Ellie. Ellie pulls it off. James does. In this episode alone. Special move, though, isn't it? Drama. It's like Riley last week trying to scare Ellie awake. Made no sense. Uh, he says, anyway, love your banter and discussion. Uh, the most of all of the Last of Us pods. Can't wait for the what? finale. There are others? Thanks hmm. very much. There what are other mean? pods. Why are you listening again. to other ones? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you, that? Terry. And some, Imagine telling some your wife, going, do you know what? Of all my wives, you're my favourite one. <laughs> wives? <laughs> yeah. Good point. Thanks, Terry. Uh, Thanks, Terry. Lovely, lovely words. And of course, you can write in like Terry, like Bob, uh, like Rudy, and you can uh, go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical um, or write in at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. So whichever way you like to do it, that's that's where we are. The links are in the show notes, people say it every week uh, and the support this season has been fantastic. So thank you very much. Um, and that is it for the deep dive of The Last of Us episode eight titled when we are in need of course next week is the season finale it is over next week um finito 43 minutes of runtime uh you know is that definitely you know, confirmed do we know uh, it's not well i know i was the one i've heard it up I, early on I, in the season no i've checked i checked it out after you said it and it was i saw an article saying the same thing so i i'll be very interested to see but uh, yeah, next week, that is it. 43 minutes left of this season. And we will be here, of course, to cover it with a hot take and then a deep dive. And then we'll probably do a season wrap up as well because we've loved this show so much. I want to say thank oh, you we've not to... discussed that, have we? Or... <laughs> Drop doing it now. We're doing it. Um, I want to say thank you to my two loyal, loyal, subordinate weasel subjects, John and Gareth. Thank you very much yeah, cheers, for mate. eating people with me and uh going through these hard times <laughs> mm. i really appreciate it no um, yes and that's nice it we'll catch you next week oh. go <laughs> hunt some game or worst case eat some people and we'll see you next week bye-bye enjoy and survive nice to eat you awful <laughs>